All right, hello world. Welcome back to Golf Subpar. Colt Nose, Drew Stoltz. What a weekend it was. We'll get to the Zurich Classic in a little bit, but a huge shout out to the 8 a.m. Invitational. Win Las Vegas. Justin Timberlake, everybody involved. We had an absolute time. Did we? I think, I think we're a little tired, bud, but we're, uh, we're here. We made it. Team win. Victorious. Here you go. Touch me. I thought yeah. you guys showed a lot of heart Thank coming you. back the way you did. I feel like some guys on my team with some off-the-course issues that we got to tighten up a little bit. I don't Let's know their, the their commitment level. You know, it's 24 hours a day to be ready to play, and I don't know that we got that full commitment. We from, had a little two-day. That fight really messed us yeah. up. Two-day Ryder Cup format. Celeb versus celebs. We actually ended up having to play the second day. Some schedule changes, possibly some injuries. Guys. But a lot of fun, man. Can't thank everybody enough for having us, all the hospitality. Seriously, one of the most – I've been to Vegas quite a few times. One of the most fun weekends I've ever had. Without question. That was one of the most fun. Capped off with that night at Delilah's, a little impromptu karaoke contest where Travis Kelsey did what he does best, which is just beyond at all times. And he did what uh, shook me all night long. That came out there. Red suit. That guy – didn't miss a beat. So on my side, we'll do this here. I'll give you my team MVPs for the week. I'm going to go co-champions co here with Travis Kelsey, Chandler Parsons. Those mm. two, uh, not a lot of brake pedal on either of those guys. And they, I don't know how many points they accumulated. Don't care. They were spectacular. On your side, you had some goers too. Uh, who I had the Give out your awards. In my opinion. Awards. I also will do co, but respect to the host of the event, Justin Timberlake. Smart. Brings it nonstop. The man can sing, dance, play golf. I got the pleasure of playing 18 holes with him on Saturday. We dummied both of our matches, just absolutely wiped the floor with him. Sorry about it, but it was a lot of fun. And then the one, the only, never met him before, Jimmy Fallon. Man, I tell you what, you have just immediately gone to the top of my list as far as favorite people to be around. There is no energy like Jimmy Fallon energy. He's an entertainer. It's what he does, and he does not shut it off. I was so impressed with him. So much fun. Him and Justin have such a cool relationship. It was a blast to be around those guys. The first day when you and I were only captains, before we became playing captains, we're like, let's go follow them around for a couple holes. First two holes of the tournament, I think they like 9, 15 tee times they went off. The amount of energy he used in two holes, I was like, you want to tell him he's got 16, 16 more and then all night, by the way, too? And he didn't need to be told because it just stayed right there. Uh, he was at a... He was at a level that uh, most people aspire to. But he cool, remained man. there the whole time, and that was a hell of a time getting to play. You had JT the second day. I got Nate Bargetzi filled in for Dr. J. So pretty cool treat. Pretty, safe, pretty cool treat for Nate to get you know play with two guys like that in the same weekend. But damn, what a time! Well, good news is if this media thing doesn't work out, we do did find your new job. You're stretcher of the stars, oh, dude. Yes, everywhere. I'm not even sure how this all happened. I just remember having my phone out, and you were stretching maybe Chase Crawford? Chandler. Chandler. Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. Oh, yeah, stretch we're, me, coach. My new brother, by the way, Chandler Parsons, he's like, God, he, they finished, and you have a pretty long – they were like one of our first groups out, and they were one of the last in the second match. And so he's, he had like two hours. He's like, dude, I'm so tight. I've been standing here. He like laid down. He's like, give me, give me the hammies right here. So I, his leg's over my head, by the way. Grab that thing, tighten it up, and then Jimmy needed a little hit. So I was just there. You know, that's what good captains do. Zach Johnson, take notes. Your boys get a little tight. Sometimes you got to get in there and do the dirty work. You stretch my team for me. I appreciate it. See, that's what I do. Just I feel like we're all one big family out there. I like it. But like I said, so much fun. And it looked like a lot of fun down in New Orleans as well. The Zurich Classic, the only team event on the PGA Tour, where Davis Riley and Nick Hardy are your winners, picked up their, each of their first PGA Tour wins. This thing looked tight, man. There was, at one point, three teams tied for, tied for the lead. 
And then all of a sudden, Davis Riley with the massive putt from off the fringe there on 17, kind of separated them a little bit. They were able to make par on the last and set a new tournament record with 30 under par. Yeah, they played – dude, the alternate – them especially, also Nick Taylor, Adam Hadwin, they shot 63. Uh, 10 birdies. Alternate shot, 10 tweets, including seven in a row, which I'm pretty sure has never been done before, maybe never will be done again. The, co the caliber of golf on that final round and the alternate shot was – unbelievable they played so good um your winners they shot 31 on the back nine a lot of low scores i was watching keeping a close eye on team hostler clark on that thing thought this might be the day they got it done and they kind of do what you typically see in alternate shot which is kind of stall out hard to make a lot of birdies a lot of pars maybe messed up a couple par fives which i think was their undoing but a lot of those groups at the end i mean xander and patrick damn near came back they had on. a chance at that thing too I, I think they've done a great job with this tournament it used to be kind of a nondescript individual event in the middle of the season where everybody's kind of dragging a little bit now the two-man event it's got a little juice to it and it's, it's fun to watch every time and, and props to them i mean it's just like you get half the points and half the money but you get that two-year exemption which is a bigger deal than any of that yeah and they weren't even going to play both of them were going to look like they're going to take the week off decided just a couple weeks ago to team up and good decision smart now they're pga tour winners like you said two-year exemption 400 fedex cup points each 1.2 million dollars i believe They'll be at the PGA Championship, the Players' Championship, uh, and Century Tournament of Champions. Yeah, good week for the boys. Nice late audible. All right, well, let's get to our guest this week. This man is an absolute beauty. Mini tour legend, Corn Ferry tour legend. If you don't follow him, you need to. He's named the Cross-Handed Bandit because, believe it or not, he actually plays golf cross-handed. But this boy, he's from he's from the dirty south. The good yeah, good, good Southern boy. Yeah, Josh Broadway, one of my favorites, man. I met him when I was a rookie on the Corn Ferry Tour. He is an absolute blast. We're going to get right to it. But before that, I think it's safe to say that these guys are everywhere, Sleaze, and rightfully so. The quality of the gear just speaks for itself. There's truly only one way to describe Roback. Best fit, best feel. They are fresh off a restock of their Azalea collection, and trust us when we say you aren't going to want to miss out. We can't get enough of their performance polos. Q-Zips, which you're rocking right now. Shout out. And no doubt in my mind, it's my favorite hoodie on the planet, buddy. And we refuse to take the gear off because it's just that comfortable, and we're sure you'll run into the same luxury. So, ladies, hoodie guy, polo guy, Q-Zips, they got everything you want. Joggers are crazy comfortable. You wear it on the course, go straight to the bar, wherever you like to go. Ladies love a fella in a Q-Zip from what I've seen. So, good news on that. Don't even have to change. All right, so use code SUB on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. That's 20% off all polos, hoodies, and Q-zips with code SUB. Make sure to check out their print polos. They will have you feeling good all year round. All right, here he is, Josh Broadway on Golf Subpar. All right, folks, this is going to be a fun one. We have the pleasure of being joined by not only one of the great talents in the game of golf, but also one of one in terms of personality. He's former web.com tour player. And to quote his Twitter bio, one hell of a model American. We got Josh Broadway here. How are we doing, JB? Good, man. How about you guys? Thanks for having me on, man. Looking forward to it. I tell you what, JB, I, I get rather excited for these, but this is a whole other level right now. I cannot wait to dive into this. You and I have had some times <laughs> over the year. You know, it's kind of scary to say you might be the reason – I'm sitting here right now because you took me under Come your wing on. right when I turned pro, and look what Come happened. On. He on. owes you, by the that. way. You can't do that right out of the gate. I figured we were going to warm up to that. Look, it wasn't just me. Don't don't leave my boy Chris Cox out of this. You got we'll to bring Coxie into this. We'll get to all that. But it man, took an army, by the way. 
I can't wait for this. Uh, you're one of my favorite people. Uh, for those that don't know, I mean, your story is incredible. You're an incredible athlete growing up, played at Troy State, 232 events on the Corn Ferry Tour, six PGA Tour events. No big deal. It's fine. Nice. No big deal. But for That's those solid. that don't know, the man hit every shot cross-handed, which is rather unusual, except for he has inspired the younger generation, I'm starting to notice, as you yes. and I were talking about earlier. Kids. Kids chipping cross-handed. Matt Fitzpatrick chipping cross-handed. They, they notice they the phenom. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, you, you, you talk about that. Like I texted you today, I saw kids chipping. I texted him immediately. And he had just finished his match. He texted me back. I'm like, what the hell is this? He texted me back, what the hell is what? I said, you're chipping like me? I'm like, you're the best chipper I know. Now you're chipping like me? Good luck. Hope you get your resume ready. You're done, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to make it chipping that way. He's like, well, I chipped that one pretty good, didn't I? Of course, I sent back, man, it looked good, but I see some things we can work on. Why don't you go ahead and put me on a tainer? Get me out there. We can work on some things, you know. Get a little, get a little money for the kids over here, and, and we'll get you fixed up. So yeah, I yeah. love it. Tell the people at home because, I mean, you're. I think I've seen Patrick Welch in nowadays uh, yes. from the University of Oklahoma. Yes. Actually, actually good. Good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Actually, Welchy. Uh, so, so I'll tell my story, and then I'll tell a little story about him, which is pretty cool. But um, so a lot of people don't know. I know you guys were Colts heard it a million times. Sick of it. I, I used to say I would carry a printout in my bag around and when a media guy would ask me about it I'd just hand it to you here you go look at this this is this is the story you know because every week somebody wanted to talk to me about it and I'm like I'm shooting 76 74 missing the cut by 10 why do you want to talk to me okay I got to play better and then we can talk about something besides my grip right uh so when I first started playing golf um I was five years old my grandfather uh taught me how to play the game he lived on a golf course down in Rockledge Florida uh, Rockledge Country Club, Bill Tanner was his name. Um, so I would go down in the summers and play golf with him. Didn't have any left-handed clubs. All I had was right-handed clubs. And uh, But from hitting baseballs and batting left-handed, that's just the first way I grabbed it and started hitting it. And we didn't have any money. My family didn't have any money growing up. And uh, my grandfather was a really good player. And uh, he kind of just let me do it. He had some, uh, what were those things called, tour models back in the day, you know, that were the knockoff club, you know, like it looked like a ping, but it was a knockoff stuff. And uh, so he kind of built me up a little small set of those, three, five, seven, nine, and off I went. And uh, playing right-handed, but playing cross-handed. And and uh, he was always like, look, I'm going to let you do this until you get older. If you're ever going to be any good at this game, you're going to obviously have to, to change your grip. And so he kind of let me do it, let me do it, let me do it. Well, I got to be about 13, 14. I was, you know, cross-handed, I could shoot. 85, 80, 85, you know, get it in the hole, putting lefty, you know. And uh, so about four, I guess 14 to 15, he starts uh, trying to bend my ear a little bit about, hey, uh, you know, if you if you want to pursue this at all, you got some good hand-eye, you need to turn your grip around. And uh, so I would grip it standard and couldn't get it off the ground, just worm burn, top, skull, whatever, turn my hands around, just flush it. And, uh, and he kind of get tickled and chuckle, you know. So when he was there – I would practice this way, and I couldn't hit it, but I just keep doing because I didn't want to disappoint him. You know, he's the one teaching me the game and and all that stuff. So I'm just well. He would go play nine with his buddies. Well, then I'm cross-handed, letting it go, just ripping it. You know, and I'm like, screw it. This is what I'm doing. I'm going this way. So for those summers, I would go down there. Finally, I just kind of gave in. I was like, look, Papa, I'm not going to do it. I, this is the way I got to do it. This is what I'm going to do. And uh, 
Funny side note, a bunch of those summers playing golf, Adam Hayes, who caddies for Rom, mm-hmm. his grandparents and my grandparents were best friends. So he and I grew up playing junior golf together, or summer golf down there at Rock Pitch Country Club a ton. So I noticed uh, Hayes made a pretty good uh, career change uh, from yeah. golf to yeah. caddying, you know. He's got a um, decent bag. But anyway, yes, yeah, it's, it's decent if you got to get one. I guess that's not a bad one to have. But uh, great dude, love Hazy, obviously. But known him forever since we were, you know, six years old. Uh, but anyway, so finally I start kind of figuring it out a little bit. Obviously, I played basketball and baseball and golf all through high school. And then my junior year is when I really kind of started figuring out, like, okay, maybe I can. I, at that time, just I was kind of thinking, you know, I didn't play basketball. I wasn't – didn't shoot good enough. Didn't jump high enough. Some other things that don't attain to basketball. Uh, and then baseball, I was a dime a dozen. I mean, you know, I was a middle reliever, played infield, played outfield, could play, but I wasn't going anywhere. So I was like, well, golf's probably my only really chance to possibly go to college. So, um, as my junior year pro- progressed going into my senior year, I basically just, I still played everything, but I knew I was going to try to play, you know, I was playing junior golf tournaments in the summer, um, you know, doing okay, nothing crazy, not really getting any attention, obviously. And so my senior year, I go through and I really don't have anything thinking about going playing like junior college or something just to try to get my name out there. And I get a visit um, to actually go to Georgia. And uh, Coach Copas was the coach then. And uh, so I go up there to see him and uh, I talk to him for maybe 15 minutes. He's like, son, you're never going to play SEC golf, ripping it cross handed. I'll just tell you right now, you just, you just ain't damn good enough. I'm like, oh, well, that's what I know. You know, I'm some old redneck kid from South Georgia. I don't know. Obviously, he's a D1 golf coach. He knows everything. I don't know nothing. You know? So I'm like, all right, coach, thanks. You know, so fast forward, uh, I go to the same visit with Coach Griffin at Auburn. He basically tells me the same thing. Well, he actually does me a solid calls the coach down at Troy, Barney Burnett at the time. He's like, look, there's this kid. He's like, just listen to me. There's this kid that, Grips it cross-handed. He's like, he can't play for me. He could probably walk on and, you know, we'll probably maybe his junior or senior year, he may get a, you know, few tournaments. He's like, but he could probably, he could probably come down there and help you guys. And now at that time, Troy was actually really good. Uh, they had just gone to the East Regional the year before. Um, so, but they were losing like everybody. I think they were losing all but one guy. Uh, Ted Midget was his name from Tennessee. And that was the only guy they had coming back. So, I'm like, all right. So, um, Coach Griffin tells me that, that he's going to call him. Well, then Coach Burnett calls me, so I call Coach Burnett. He's like, yeah, come over. So, I go over. Uh, we talk for a little bit. You know, he watched me hit a few balls, and he's like, yeah, you know, we'll see what we can do. You know, I don't have any scholarship money left, but, you know, if you want to come and roll, I'll give you a chance to walk on. You know, all I wanted was a chance. I, I thought I was pretty good. I knew I could – I can I can stripe it. I mean, I I I can still stripe it. I mean, I don't I sell windows every day, but I can still flush it when I hit it uh, when I go out there. But I never go out there. Um, but I couldn't get in the hole that good. I couldn't. I didn't putt well. I didn't chip well, which is probably what you know held me back when I did make it professionally a little bit. You know, when I played all those years, that's probably what held me back. But so anyway, so I go out there, go to college, get over there. Uh, we're over there. We got a. I think it's a fourteen. Is it 14? Maybe 10. I think it's a 10-round qualifier to make the team, okay? So he's letting me walk on. 
So he's got the returning guy coming back that's a senior, two or three kids that are like sophomores there, eh? A couple other kids, eh? Well, 10-round qualifier, I win by the whole thing by 14 shots. I would just wax everybody. Well, all of a sudden, sir. all of a sudden, guess what? Well, I found a little book money over here, and now I might have found a food plan for you. Let's see what we can do for you here. <laughs> uh, you know, so, so now all of a sudden, here I go. I'm like, hey. So I called my dad. You know, that was a great phone call. You know, because I mind you, I'm living in Georgia at the time, so out of state tuition, you know, all that stuff. I uh, called. I'm like, hey, uh, finished up the qualifier. How'd you do? I won. Okay, uh, they're sending us some money, huh? Hell yeah, let's go. You know, super pumped. You know, so start out, do that. Uh, you know, wind up. I finished second at the conference that year, and then uh, the next year I went. Next two years I won the conference championship and uh, go to the East Regional as an individual. Basically just kind of figured it out when I, when I got to college. I think a lot of it was probably um, I wasn't playing baseball, I wasn't playing basketball. I was just going to school and, and playing golf. And, you know, I was working hard at it, and then I kind of figured out, hey, look, I think I can at least give it give it a shot and uh, and see what happens. And then, you know, off we went. But um, speaking of Welch, Patrick Welch, I do have to I have, do have to tell this story real quick since we're telling my little story. Um, I can't remember the exact year it's been – it's been years ago. Um, he was a young kid, probably been, I'm going to guess with him being, what's he probably 21 or two at Oklahoma mm-hmm, now, yeah. something like that. Um, so he was 13 when I met him. So he was probably 10, nine or 10. Um, I'm playing in, we're playing in Miami one year, Miccosukee last term of the year before Q school. I play all right, but I'm not going to, I think I finished like 71st. So I got to go to first stage. I fly to Dallas. And uh, I get this phone call when I land Sunday night. It's this guy. And uh, voicemail. Hey, how you doing? Uh, this is Mr. Welch, Patrick Welch's dad, blah, blah, blah. My son's playing, uh, plays golf, plays cross. Leaves me like this four-minute message. And I'm like, wow, pretty cool. You know, talking about looking up to me, you know, followed me my whole college career. My, You know, I've been playing professionally for like 10 years now. And uh, just on and on and on about you know, leaves me this great message. You know, I'm like, well, I, by the time I get to Dallas, I think it's like, you know, 10 or so. I'm like, I'm not going to call him tonight. So I call him the next day. We talk for a little while. Super guy. Uh, he's like, we're going to come see you at some point, you know, hopefully next year. Well, at the time, they were living in San Francisco. And uh, so fast forward, try to shorten this up, but fast forward, like the next, I think it's like, uh, I want to say like April or something. We're playing out there, Stonebray, and I'm playing pretty good. I'm in, I'm in like probably, I don't know, top ten or so going into the third day, and uh, playing back nine. There's this guy and this kid out there watching. Well, I three putt like twelve from like fifteen feet. And I'm running warm, as you can imagine. Walk off the green. I'm like, I look at the kid. I'm like, hey. He looks at me. I just toss him the ball. You know. Getting a new one, go the next. So I play, 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 play. We get done. Long story short, I finished. This kid and his dad are standing in the tent, which happens, as y'all know. Hey, this guy gave us a ball. Let's wait. We're going to get it signed, is what I'm thinking, you know. And I walk out of the tent. They're standing there, and he's like, Hey, how you doing? My name's Marty Welch. This is my son, Patrick Welch. That I called you and left you that message about. And I'm like, Holy cow. So stood there and talked to him for probably. I don't know. I mean, it felt like an hour, but it was probably 20, 30 minutes. You know how that goes. Um, super nice guy. You know, you know how dads are when they're your kid's 10 or 11. They're, he's 
pumping him up, pumping him. Hey, man, he does this and he does that. And I'm like, man, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's awesome. You know, I'm sure he's a great player. But I mean, you think about it. I mean, I know me. I wasn't that good at 11 or 12, or however old he was. You know, I like. I mean, he's probably not that good, but okay, whatever. Well, then fast forward a few years, I turn on the. Uh, so we keep in touch a little bit at the time we did and uh, we kept in touch a little bit and he sends me a text. Hey, Patrick qualified for drive, chip and putt. Right. So I'm like, awesome, man. You know, like qualified, like to go to the Augusta, right. He's, he's going to the deal, not like at his local little club. Hey, I'm going to the next round. He's going to the show to the, he's going to heaven for, for a day, you know? So I check in. The next that Sunday morning, I pull it up. My wife's like, "Hey, we got to get ready. We're going to church, whatever." I'm like, "I'm not. If this, if this kid's on here, I'm not going to church. I'm about to watch this." Pull it up. Soon as I turn it on, there he is, wham, smashing the driver. I'm like, "Oh my god, there he is!" Wins it, right? Wins it for his age group, for his his division. These people, my phone's blowing up. Like, have you seen this guy? He's playing crosshead of his kid. Da da da. And you know, a few people. I'm like. Yeah, I actually know the kid, but most people, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know, I'm not really, you know, I'm not name dropping the 14 year old at the drive chipping butt, you know, but, but I'm just like, I mean, super cool. So then we kept in touch after that. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, his dad had a massive heart attack um, a couple years ago and passed away and uh, reached out to Patrick. We still talk a little bit, not, not much, you know, just here and there text. I try not to bother him. Uh, I t- probably talk to Coach Hibble more than him, you know, just, I just like to, you know, Sent him, him a couple texts to say, man, uh, he needs anything or any way I can ever help him. You know, I, I, I just, you know, love to see the kid do well. And, you know, I, I'm not looking for anything for me from my standpoint. I just, you know, I'd love to love to see him prosper and do well. And the kid can absolutely play golf. I mean, he is he's ridiculously a, he's good. good. He is really he's good, good, man. He really is. Like you. Uh, like you. Yeah, he absolutely it. flushed it. He hits it hard, doesn't he? he? Yeah, it's he really hammers hard. it, dude. Yeah, it, 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 it stings when he hits it. For sure, we're yeah. not. Yeah, that's great. No, we want to talk about Josh Broadway though. We we oh, we can talk man. about yeah, Patrick Welch another day. We got to talk we'll get about Patrick Welch on the show. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Let's <laughs> let's talk about the start of your pro career because one of one of my man's favorite things to talk about right here is the Jicky Jacks. Nothing better, dude. The mini tour days, traveling around, and back in your day, it was all around the casinos and all that. Oh, traveling, traveling around with Chris Cox and some of the boys. Oh, give us some. Uh, give us some of these favorite stories. Well, let me scroll through these. Uh, we can't tell this one. We can't tell this one. <laughs> now, uh, man, you talk about some good times, golly. Um, you know, looking back on it, I've, you know, I wouldn't change anything, to be honest with you. Um, were there times I probably should have been hitting balls instead of seeing how fast I could get 21? Yes. Uh, but, you know, you live and you learn. You're 21 years old, 22 years old, 23 years old. You don't, you don't, you know, you're going to live forever. You don't think anything about any of that stuff, right? At least you don't if you're a dumb redneck from South Georgia. But so tons of fun. Um, traveled a bunch with uh, Coxie, obviously. Randomly how I met him. But Blake Adams, I, I, we started, me and Blake Adams, our crew way back in the day, like our original crew was me, Blake Adams, Vaughn Taylor, RP, Ryan Palmer, James Edmondson was actually playing golf then, who caddies for mm-hmm. caddy for Palmer, now caddying for Riley. Um, uh, who else was in that crew? Jim Arvanides from Chicago, um, John Paul Ebert, uh, Texas, and then a Golf Channel stuff. Um, you know, so we had like a, a good little group there that liked to, you know, work on our games, but we also liked to get out and have a little, have a little fun, uh, go see what kind of trouble we could stir up. Um We've got some good ones. Uh, 
actual uh, Dave Dyer. I don't know if y'all know that name. Played a bunch of mini tours. He Monday a few times. Um, he's from Arkansas. He actually posted a picture on Twitter about three weeks ago of that whole crew in New Orleans at some. I think we were at uh, Pat O'Brien's maybe on like a Monday night, and I was like, "Oh my God, look at this!" And we, I took pictures, started sending it to everybody, and they're like, "Who posted that?" And I'm like, "I don't know," but I said Dyer posted it, but we. This is like, I mean, I look like I'm nine in in the picture, you know. I actually have hair. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, but yeah, man, the mini tours were mini tours were fun. A lot of gambling uh, on the course, off the course. Um, one time in a, a YMCA, uh, me, Zach Johnson, Vaughn, Blake Adams, and Arvin Edes, we went to a Y in Augusta, Georgia. We got done practicing that morning. Uh, let's go to this Y and play basketball. So we go in there. It's packed. People everywhere. Uh, they're like, hey, who wants to play basketball with us? We got five. We'll play. You know, we ran the place for like two hours. We played seven games. We won every game. Nobody could beat us. So then we picked up like a little all-star team. Now, mind you, at the time, we're all – even then, we're out of shape, obviously. We didn't work out. You know, back then, working out was like forbidden. You know, you might, you may hurt yourself, right? So we didn't, we didn't work out. We didn't do any of that. You know, we worked out from seven to 10 at night, you know, 12 miles curls. That's what we worked out. At. Other than that, we You're weren't going that. to no gym, right? Yeah. Well, allegedly, allegedly. So finally they get this little team together and they come out and they beat us. And we're all tongue dragging, you know? And of course, Blake, you know, Blake's likes to be a little quiet. Don't say much, but he got pissed off. He's like, we're going to sit a game. And then we're going to play all again. They're like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Well, we sat a game. And then we beat them 15 to nothing the next game. And we're like, all right, we're out. The golfers are leaving. Y'all have a good day. You know, uh, but mini tour life, man. I heard Blake Adams. Uh, I heard Blake Adams actually blames you for uh, for how he played through all those years because y'all roomed together. You can't listen to everything Blake says, okay? <laughs> Blake don't know what he's talking about. Blake don't he know said first year Blake. not rooming with JB. I finished third on the money list. Once he broke free, I don't know if that's any truth to that. Can, is, is, can we fact check that? Can we fact check that? No, I think he actually. Don't, don't let I think the truth actually, get in the way of a good story. I actually think he started taking lessons from John Tillery, and then he started playing good. <laughs> hey, hey Josh. Josh, we need a little uh, basketball scouting report on the Ryder, on the U.S. Ryder Cup captain here. Let me hear about. I need to hear about Zach Johnson's basketball game. You better get a hand in his face. He can shooter, absolutely fill it shooter? up. Yes. Oh, absolutely can absolutely golfers. fill it up. Yes. Can fill it up. Golf, Blake, same way. Um, we we were I mean, like, none of us knew if anybody could play, right? So we're just like, are you any good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Are you any good? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I can shoot. I mean, okay, well, well, next thing you know, we're in there like, we went like three trips down the floor and we're like, yeah, we're good. We're probably not losing today. I mean, it was so fun. So then like the next week, we're like, let's find a why. And we're all like still sore. Like, ah, let's don't do that. We're good. We're, we're, I think we've, well, all we can do is go downhill from here, right? We can't go up. We've, We've lost one game in eight. We're we're good. But uh yeah, it was fun. Um let me see if I can find a Blake story I can tell. Uh Blake's Blake's got some good ones. So I can tell this one. So uh wasn't that year, it was a different year. We're playing in Albany, Georgia, Stonebridge Country Club, my home course. This tells you how my mini tour run went, okay? I think I won three or four, but whatever. This this kind of sums it up. We're playing my home course. I shoot 64 the first day, right? Leading by two. 
It rains for six straight days. We don't play another shot. Cancel the tournament. Thank you. I'm broke <laughs> as a joke. I could use the 25K. You know, not that I was going to win, but I like my chances on my home course, right? So uh, they watch the tournament. So we leave. They actually wind up canceling it on Saturday. So Sunday, we go ahead and drive to Augusta. And uh, we're playing at the River Club up there. So we get up there Sunday. We find a little spot. It's going to probably be our be our hangout, a uh, place called Somewhere in Augusta, a little dive bar, got, you know, bar food, whatever. It's our spot. So we're having a few pops Sunday. Basically, Monday, it's like 40 and freezing. That last part of the front came through. This is early in the year. It's like March-ish. It's like 40. We're like, we ain't going to the course today. What are we going to do? Let's go to somewhere in Augusta. So we go plop down. Here we go. Tuesday, it's colder and blowing. It's not raining. It's colder and blowing. What are we doing? Ah, let's go to Hooters, and then we'll go to somewhere in Augusta. Yeah, sounds good. Whatever. So Tuesday night, uh, we wind up hanging out. It's, it, it's, you now, obviously, the word spread. We got there's, – there's 60 people in the bar. 40 of them are gone, right? So, well, we wind up making friends with the people working there. And uh, a couple girls, this is obviously a long time ago. I was single at the time. It's like 2000. Don't <laughs> and everybody calm down. You don't, yeah, don't got to put. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just yeah, say. yeah. So, 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 uh, so we're, you know, we're, we're, we're hanging out at the bar or whatever. And everybody at the bar that's working, it's like, hey, we're going to have a party at our house. Uh, you know, everybody's welcome. Here's the play. Here's the address, whatever. So, like, 12 of us go to this place. And you basically go, I'm not kidding, you go past the gate. Go in the Augusta National. You keep going. You keep going down Washington, and then it kind of forks up to the right. Well, this house, uh, some of the people that work there were house sitting for these people. So we go, and it hooks around back there. It basically backs up. I would guess almost between somehow between Augusta National and Augusta Country Club. Some don't quote me, but somewhere in there, right? So yeah. go over there. Everybody's partying, having a big time. Tons of they probably they line up like thirty people there or whatever. Well. Obviously, I'm not driving. I can't drive. I'm like, I'm going to be smart. I'm just going to crash, crash on the couch. Well, Blake had gone with some other people to another party. So the next morning, I get up. I call him. I'm like, hey, where are you at? He's like, on the way to the hotel. Where are you? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, if you go past Augusta National, the road's going to kind of fork. There's a ramp that goes to just come that way, and I'll walk out and meet you. He's like, all right. He's like, I'm like 15 minutes away. I'm like, well, I'm not real sure where I'm at. So it's probably going to take me 15 minutes to get out there to where you are, right? So here I go. I'm walking out, get my stuff. I'm walking, 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 walking. I'm like, man, I think this is it. And I take a left on this road, go, and I can see them, you know, Washington out there. I'm like, yeah, this is right. So I go down, and I get down, and I'm kind of getting to the ramp. Well, at the time, Blake has this black and tan Eddie Bauer Explorer. There's 2 million of them, right? Well, Mike's got one, got a Georgia tag on the front, you know. Well, I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, I see this, do-do-do, here comes, here comes Blake, you know, coming up the ramp. And I'm like, oh, there's my boy, heck yeah, coming to get me. So I see him coming. Well, I jump out in the, in the road, and I'm, I'm dancing, got my shirt off, <laughs> swinging it over my head. And I'm like, and as I'm doing this, I'm like, he ain't slowing down. What is he doing? <laughs> he ain't slowing down. What is he doing? And right at the last minute, he breaks. And I kind of jump out of the way. And he looks at me and I look at him. And it ain't Blake. It's some lady. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, just looking at me and I just gave her a roll. Hey. You know? 
How are you? <laughs> well, now here comes. It was the it was the exact truck. I mean, identical Georgia tag, everything. Well, about a minute later, here he comes. Uh, but I, you know, so now I'm standing there like this, and he's looking at me like, "What are you doing? Get in the truck!" And I'm like, I just, "I'll tell you in a minute, but you'll know why." <laughs> you know, I just so put on a little strip tease a, for some old lady here to Augusta. One, but uh, exactly, she was looking at me like, "What is this idiot doing?" You know, and I'm like, "That's Blake. I mean, it's got to be Blake." You know. Uh, but she probably but still remembers fun, you. Uh, we, What's up, See, JB? This yeah, she Jackson probably does. This, this type of shit doesn't happen. That's true anymore. You got Ryder Cup captains playing basketball. You got strip teases on Washington. This yes. Is so what I'm yes. going to do is because I don't I don't know all the stories just from sources. They've given me some topics, so we're just going to oh, go boy. through a few of them and see if see what you yeah, got. You okay. Can, you can throw it out there, and I'll see if I can expand for you. Yeah. Um. I, so apparently there used to be a pro pro, the Jack Slocum. Oh boy. Yeah. You and yes, Coxie this used to is play a, together. This is you doubled the first hole as a scramble. Well, doubling the first hole as a scramble is rather impressive. Yeah, that's good. I think that's ad lib. I think that, that got told <laughs> till I think that made the story better. I can tell you the story though, if you want to hear it. So Yeah, hell yeah, that's what we're here for. So here so here we go. So I haven't seen my boy and God, who knows? Uh six eight months you know me and coxie we so i gotta tell the how i met coxie story because that's that sets all this up so we're playing a hooters at tunica mississippi um it's a saturday afternoon i was playing all right sit out at the table couple guys i don't, i knew one of them um i think edmondson i think james was there james and palmer might have been there um and cox is sitting at the table but i don't know him and uh so rp says JB, you know Coxie? And I was like, no, how you doing, man? I'm Josh Broadway's. I am man, Chris Cox, you know. Well, obviously, we we stayed together the next week, so we hit it off decent, okay? Um, we like gambling. We like drinking. You know, fun times, right? So, I'm in mean, Cox, so the next week, seriously, I'm not kidding you. We stayed together the next week, then I think, and he won the next week, and then he went to try to Monday for a tour event. I never didn't know this guy. I didn't know if he was any good or not. I just liked the guy, right? And then I start Googling him. I'm like, oh, this is the guy that lost to Trip Keeney the year Trip Keeney lost to Tiger at Sawgrass. He's probably decent at golf, right? I'm like, yeah, never knew. You know, he doesn't say anything. You know him. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I ain't no good. I, I can hit it all right. Whatever. Yeah, don't worry about it, Bubba. Don't worry about it, you know. Uh, Coxie, Coxie special. So fast forward. This is years later after we've traveled many miles together. We're playing this. This pro pro pops up in in Biloxi. And I actually think the first year they had it, it was in Pensacola and we played together and we finished dead last. And then we played <laughs> the next year they had it in Biloxi and we finished dead last again, but we won the fun term. Okay. But you got to remember that we always win the fun. That's term. important. Yeah. It's important. So, so we get there. This was I'm trying to think, cause we played two of them and they kind of blend as you can imagine in Biloxi. Um, so, oh, it doesn't matter. So, Cox gets there. The first night, Cox rolls in, and he gets there at like 10. I got there at like 5 in the afternoon. We're playing at Grand Bear, which is 40 minutes from the where we're staying at the Grand in, in Gulfport, right? So, it's a tote to get up there, really. And uh, so, he gets in. He's like, what are we doing? I'm like, blame, blame, Jack. Come on, I got the table. It's rolling. Let's go. You know, here we go. So he plays with him, and he had just driven all the way from Dallas. So you can imagine he's gassed. So he's like, Bob, he drank six or eight beers. He's like, Bob, I, 
I'm going to go get some rest. He's like, I could tell you're on your way. One of us needs to be, <laughs> one of us needs to be, you know, in decent shape tomorrow. I'm like, bro, we've never cashed here anyway. Why are we, we're starting to worry about it now. I mean, what, what are we doing with our lives? You know? So <laughs> I'm playing, I got it going pretty good. I'm, I'm doing well. He goes to bed. I keep playing, keep playing. I got Garrett Osborne, Peyton Osborne are there. We got an awesome crew with us and having a blast. And next thing I know, my phone rings. It's Cox. In my mind, I'm like, hey, he's locked out of the room. Well, I look down, and it's 640. He's like, in the AM. Oh, in the AM, correct. I look down at my phone. He's like, Bubba, where you at? I'm like, what what do you mean? Where where do you think I'm at? Where where would I be right now? He's like, I guess playing cards. I'm like, yeah. He's like, do we tee off in an hour and twenty minutes? I'm like, and I said, we got plenty of time. It's only forty minutes up there. <laughs> so he tells it, he tells it as he says he rolls over, his alarm goes off at six thirty, and he rolls over and he looks over there in my bed and it's just perfectly made. And he's like, I had oh been boy. touched. Oh boy. So I was like, all right, I'll tell her. So I get my chips. I go upstairs. He's like, you going to shower? I'm like, no, let me throw my clothes on. We're good. Let's roll. So we go out there. We get out there. I had done pretty well that night. Well, he tells it some of this. I'm a little foggy on, as you can imagine. He says, I'm just rolling down the driving range. Just, Hey, y'all want to play us 20 a hole? What do y'all want? 50 a hole, 100 a hole? Who, who wants some of this? Y'all want some of this? You know, finally, he says after about 50 minutes, he's like, Bubba, you got to stop. He's like, we're, we've got about two grand exposed on a hole, and you can't, you're not going to be able to hit the ball. He's like, you've got to stop making bets. I'm like, bro, we'll be all right. Don't worry about it. We're good. I'm going to be fine. He's like, you ain't fine, cuz. You is not fine. And uh, so we get out there. We didn't double the first hole. We bogeyed the first hole. But I hit – I made a divot before my ball on the tee with a driver, and I made a divot after my ball on the tee with a driver. And he said, is this real life? Is this happening? And I said, yeah, it's happening. He said, what can I do to help? I'm like, we need some beers. That's the only thing that's going to help, you know. Sure enough. Got to get right back on it. comes by. You got to get back in the game, right? Which I really, I mean, I think I shut it down for, what, an hour? Maybe just to get out there and all that fun stuff. So, long story short, we actually shoot uh, 61. What did we shoot, 61? Yeah, I think we shoot 61 in the scramble. And I think the low was like uh, 13 or 14. So, we, we basically broke out of our bets. I think we lost a couple to the bigger ones we had made, whatever, but. I made a shot from the fairway on like our 15th. Oh, he's like, did you just do that? You know, uh, I've made an eagle on a par five on my own ball. Basically. Uh, but it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a good time, man. We, uh, we had some fun at the old pro pro for sure. I like he, the story uh, of the double, the double as a scramble. The double yeah, does let's go with that. Let's it, go it with it. Like yeah, that's, that's even, that's the best. That's the best. You shot 61 with double on the first. Yeah, that that's sounds hard to better. Do. The best, what the if- best was the the next year. We it's the weather's supposed to be bad the last day, and we're we've cashed it in. We're beating like two people, and it's like nine at night. And we're firing at them. The Cox is busting them, and uh, and I said, "Well, what time are we going to bed?" He said, 
I ain't going to bed. I was like, bro, we're second group off. He's like, I said, are we intending to play golf? He said, I never intended to play golf tomorrow. When's the day? I said, sounds good. So Palmer and uh, James were there that year playing in it. And Palmer said, we'll come by and knock on your door. I was like, you do that. You do that. (laughs) So we didn't even show the last day. But so I actually, this trip, I actually went to bed, right? Well, it's like, I have no idea what time it is. I'm laying in the bed. I got lights off. All of a sudden, I hear the door open. I know it's Cox. He comes in. Hey, Bala, I'm like, what, Cox? He's like, what time is it? I'm like, and I'm laying facing the window. You know, I'm like, I always slept in the far bed. I'm like, Coxie, I don't know what time it is. He's like, what time is it? I said, Coxie, I don't know what time is it. Don't matter. Go to bed. He said, I ain't turning these lights off until you look at the clock and tell me what time it is. I'm like, whatever, dude. And I rolled over and he had hundreds stacked in front of it. You couldn't see the clock. Banded, <laughs> 10,000 banded. I was like, ah! I woke up. We that jumped is- around the room. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. We have so, <laughs> what time so many. Yeah. What time is it? And I was like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, Bro, I don't care what time it is. I've been drunk for three days. Do you think I care what time it is? And then finally, when he said, I'll turn the lights off. And I looked over there and the hundreds were just banded up over the front over it i was like yeah it was so good (laughs) he uh me and him have some great casino stories um one year and uh one year we played a emerald coast little individual tournament um and uh uh uh, what was that guy jack slocum still the same deal jack slocum deal and we're playing we're both playing all right and you know those little things the individual ones you probably don't have 15 guys or whatever well, Big Daddy, Styles Mitchell, God rest his soul, and Derek Brinker were there playing in the tournament. So, you know, anybody that knows Brinker knows he loves the gamble, right? So we haven't even started that morning. He's like, You boys wanna you boys wanna play a little E nine afterwards for scratch? And we're like, Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? You know, like, we'll, we'll do it. So we get done. The tournament, me and Cox go play him and Big Daddy. And Brinker at the time wasn't playing much golf. He was just getting back into it. And so he's like, I'm not playing very good right now, whatever. He's like, I'm going to need a shot. I'm like, Brinker, we're not giving you a shot. I mean, we're either play or we ain't. You know, it ain't that big a deal. He's like, all right, we'll play your heads up, but that's uphill for us, whatever. But we're not playing for anything crazy, like 100 bucks, whatever. Well, we rough him up. Well, I think we went like five or 600, whatever, because Brinker's going to press as, you know, you know how that goes. So, well, me and Cox were going to – that finished on a Thursday. We had a plan that we were going to go to Biloxi and stay at the Bow because Coxie was going to – Friday, he was meeting some friends in New Orleans. He's like, well, it's on my way home. And I'm like, well, Pensacola to Biloxi ain't but an hour, an hour and 20 minutes. Like, I'll just go over there for the night and then go home, right? And this is – we're both – this is moons ago, right? Single, don't have a care in the world. So we go over there. I used to have a, a buddy that was a pit boss there, and we used to get rooms for free, food for free. I mean, it was an awesome hookup. All I did was taking balls, hats, gloves when I got some. You know, I mean, super cool guy. Anyway, so we go in there that night. We are killing them. I mean, killing them. And uh, we're sending it. I mean, not just gambling, sending it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm broke. I got like $600 in my checking account, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm counting. And I got them stacks of blacks and counting like this. I said, Coxie, I got 8,000 in front of me. He looked over there. He said, no, you don't. 
I'm like, <laughs> count them out. I'm like, I got eight thousand in front of me. I got eight thousand dollars. He's like, no, you don't. I count them again. This is late in the game, you know. He said, you got eight thousand on the table. He said, look in your shirt pocket. And I had on a button up and I looked in my shirt pocket and I had two orange chips, five G's each. He goes, you got 18,000 in front of you. I was like, Oh my God, I do. <laughs> that Color was, that was my best. That was my, yeah, exactly. Well, you know how that goes. Uh, that was my best run. Wound up leaving. Uh, we shut it down the next morning or that night morning, whatever. I think I went home with 11, which I felt like was a win, you know, uh, started with 200 bucks, turned into 11. Eh, it's a pretty good run. Uh, but man, I, I, thought, had, I thought in Panama one year you had a bigger run than that because I thought I ran into you the next morning. You're like, Junior, I finished third last night. <laughs> I did. I popped him in Panama for, I think, I think 20, 26 or something. And so it was stupid, Ooh, dude. Yeah. It was absolutely Ooh, stupid. I could not lose a hand. And I'm trying to bet, and they wouldn't let me bet with 500 hand. It was that hot. And they were like, no, no much, no much, no much. All I could bet was 500. And it was, it was ridiculous. I had like, 12,000 in the room in the safe. And then I had like, at one time they said, I don't remember. They said I had like 32,000 on the table, you know, of course, that's that's more than I, than I needed. (laughs) I needed to bring it all home, you know? Uh, so, but that's the best casino though, because yeah, that's the best casino because those dealers there, they didn't speak the best of English. And they could no. even draw out to 21, and you would just go, Bente dos. And they'd be like, hey, oh, shit. And we'd all celebrate. Really? They'd pay out. Yeah. 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 Oh, Bente yeah. dos. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> one of my best, the best one I ever learned it from was Guy Boros. My rookie year yep. there, 03, we're playing. And he's like, look, she turns over about six cards, and it's 21. Just say, yeah. And I'm like, all right. Sure enough. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. two minutes later, she turns over like six card chuck, sticks it to us, it's 21. And Guy goes, yeah. I'm like, yeah. She pays the tape. Yep. Well, they caught on to that pretty best. quick. Finally, they sent somebody in there yeah. that could count. You know, they catch on. That to doesn't it happen fast, in Vegas as much. It's it late in the no, game there, and you, they start flipping, hit, flip, flip. I'm like, I don't even know what I have, but they seem to be pretty dialed on their math. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's those amazing how many ones. of your stories involve casinos and gambling. I yeah. think I love you. Yeah, I I, I like to gamble. A oh, bit. Uh, I, I gotta got, ask well, you about. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. If you're going again, so, keep going. So I got it. So I got I got it. I mean, Junior, we got to talk about when we were partners in Panama, don't we? When we took down Let's JT and Mally. I mean, that's killed. Bad. Oh, my God. Oh, really? So, Tell me look, anything so involved J- beating Mally. Oh, dude, this is so good. So I see Cole on Tuesday night or Monday night, casino, and uh, I hadn't really seen him. I'd seen him in passing at the course or whatever. I hadn't really talked to him. And I see him at the casino, and he's like, hey, you got a game tomorrow. I'm like, no. Uh, he's like, you're my partner. I'm like, who are playing? He's like, don't worry about it. Just be there. Get on the 7 o'clock bus. I'm like, okay. So get on the 7 o'clock bus. We go. I get out there hitting balls. I'm like, who are we playing? He's like, don't worry about it. Just be at the tee at 9. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I don't know anything, you know. So I get there. I'm on the putt green. And when I start looking at people, I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure we're playing Mallinger because he likes to gamble. And I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't really spot anybody else that we would – want to hang out with and have fun with. So I'm like, I don't know. So we start going to the tee. Well, then this little squirt comes walking up there, 140 pounds soaking wet. 
with his Alabama logo on his bag, Mr. Justin Thomas. And I'm like, oh, look at here. Here's the guy. This is the kid right here. This is supposed to be the, the next thing. Okay, let's let's see what this is all about. And I look at Colt. I'm like, he's pretty good. And Colt's like, hmm, yeah, we're going to have to play. I'm like, all right. So we start talking, whatever. What's the game? Whatever. And Colt's like, let's just play $50 one downs. And I'm like, um, how much cash do I have with me? Okay, this ain't going to be good. Uh, maybe I can cash a check at player cashing, player banking when we get done. <laughs> so long story short, uh, first hole, you know, you had like five iron and a wedge or nine iron or whatever. Well, the second hole is like decent hole. It's like 420, big bunker down the left. Well, this was, shoot, how long ago was this? Oh, eight or 10 maybe? 10 or 11, or was it that long? No, it was probably oh, no, like, it was that was JT's only year? 13 Probably like 11. Yeah, 12, maybe like yeah, 11 or 12. 12. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, yeah. So – we get on, you know, I mean, somebody hits a five iron and a nine iron, you don't really, I mean, you can tell you got some speed, but you don't really know. And uh, so we get on the tee and JT's like, where'd I hit it here? And Colt's like, and the wind's always blowing straight southwest there, thumping left to right. And Colt's like, just just take out that bunker and hit it. And I'm like, what are you going to hit it in the middle of the bunker? It's like 298 to cover, you know. He steps up there, his little wide one hits this thing. It sounds like a 270 went off. I was like. And right before he got ready to hit it, Colt just kind of looks at me and smiles. I'm like, like basically, watch this. And he hit this thing, and it went, and it didn't sniff that bunker. He went down there. I'm hitting like, I got like one, I think I got like 140 in there, and he's chipping it to the hole. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, you know, he could probably hit it far. I'm sure he doesn't chip putt, but it ain't a big deal, you know. Well, about four holes later, he hits this chip that I was like, it's saying, locks up. I'm like, all right, so this kid's good. Okay, he won't uh, get used to – you better enjoy seeing him this year because he's gone. Uh, he's out of here. <laughs> yeah, fact. Uh, I mean, he's out of here, and he was. But so I rode my man, my man Junior here like sea biscuit that day. I played like a goat. I think I made like two birdies all day on holes at a par fives. I think everybody made birdie. Colts beating them to death right by itself. So long story short, we're getting on 18. We're up 400. 300, 300, 300, but we're playing for 700. Okay. You know, you know how that Ballinger, works. of course. Ballinger special. I'm like, we, we were up more than that. And then they won like one hole. And now I'm like, okay, so this is great. We just, we've lost one hole and now they're going to beat us on 18 and I'm going to lose 400 bucks. This, this ain't, this is bad, you know? So we all hit it. Ballinger hits in the right rough. I, I remember this like it was yesterday, mainly because my son asked me all the time. He's the biggest JT fan. He's like, dad. Tell me about that time when y'all beat JT. Tell me about that time when y'all beat JT. So I, I love telling, telling this story. Man. And uh, so I think uh, us three hitting the fairway, Moundry hitting the rough, he hit the front bunker. Well, um, Cole hit it like 30 feet, I like 25 feet. And JT hits it like just out of like three and a half, about three and a half feet. And I'm like, my God, we just freaking lost four hundred dollars. Lost two holes all day, and now we're losing money. I'm so mad, right? So we get up there, and that year, if you remember, Junior, the the greens were not good that year. Usually they were perfect there, but that year they were rough. You remember that? They're all beat mm-hmm. up. So your memory is so incredible. Yeah. Well, I do have a good one. I think so, you're a genius. Uh, I'm not that. Trust me. My wife will be here in a minute to tell you that. But so. We get up there, and me and Colt are kind of almost the same distance, but I play super fast, so I'm like, I'll go, Junior. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Well, I bang this thing in. It's going Mach 2, hits the back of the hole, jump straight up, bloop, right in the middle. Colt's like, yeah, <laughs> we're high-fiving, going crazy. So 
So then JT just puts his ball down. And Cole's like, what are you doing? Cole's like, it's my putt. He's like, if I make two beats one, we've been playing two beats one all day. Your putt doesn't even matter. Cole's this incredible putt just burns the edge, doesn't go in. So now he's got this three-and-a-half-footer, and Cole is just needle city. Just, oh, Mr. All-American, let's see what you got, Mr. Let's see. I'm about to win everything. <laughs> he's like just hounding Jay. Oh, yeah. It's similar, but different. So he's up there. JT, of course, kind of giggling, shakes it off. Well, you know what he does. He just buries it right in the middle, you know. But, yeah, that was uh, that was my my claim to fame. We beat we beat Mally and JT out of 300 bucks. And I was with Cole probably – with Swindell probably two or three years ago, and uh, he randomly FaceTimed JT and he answered. We're sitting at this bar, and he just pans the cam- the phone over at me, and JT's like, JB, what's up? You know, like, and I was like, I still got your 300, and he's like, yeah, I hear you. Yep. Good thing he mm-hmm. – I think he overcame it. I think he overcame yeah, it. he's done all right. right. He, he, he's doing all right. You know, what, he went 15, 16 times, something like that. Uh, you know, he's he doing it. okay. FedEx he's, Cup, he's, no big he's deal. Be all right. Couple major. You know what man. I took away from that story? I heard what? about how you played the hole. I heard about how you played the hole. I heard about how JT played the hole. I hear shit about Mally. what Mally was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mally, Mally wasn't in that right hole. Rough. It like Mally hit in the rough, hit the bunker, blasted out, and scooped, picked it up. And then I think Friday yeah, Mally was winning. <laughs> I think Mally was winning on Friday. <laughs> He yeah. probably brought Jordan Speed. But tip, typical Mally, though. I'll, I'll, I'll take Justin Thomas. I'll just take, I, got a, I got a partner. I got a partner. No big, big deal. Yeah. I'll get uh, Jordan next stuff. week. We got a million stories to get to, but good we, stuff. we don't have a, a million hours. I, I just got to ask you one. Because <laughs> I right. promised this legend I would ask about sushi in Springfield, Missouri. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I have no I idea. What sounds like a good place to get sushi. Uh, right by the ocean. Uh, you talk to Benny Bates. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my God. You don't have if the story's bad, you don't have to tell it. But it's I have not no idea what bad. It is. It's not bad. It, it's 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 perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. So so Benny, so there was this guy, apparently. Uh <laughs> there was this guy back in the day, long before I came along. As you know, I kind of hung out with the older guys the longer I stayed out there. On the on the web.com, you know, nationwide and web. I mean, I played it so long they had like three name changes. That's how long I was out there. That's not good for those of you scoring at home. That's not good. You don't want to do that. You want to move up. You want to move on to the next stage. That's, that's what you want to do. You don't want to be make a career out there. But it was fun while it lasted. So, so there was this guy that played uh, apparently back in the day named Don. <laughs> Don Wadsworth, I think is his name. Uh, I've heard Benny tell this story a million times. But anyway, he he had a little bit of this. He had a little Lou Holtz in him. You know, he's, he'd give a little <laughs> bit of this every now and then. He has you know, some things that would, you know, kind of stretch out on you a little bit and some some things of that nature. And and uh, so they would always talk about how Don talked. And he knew it. And, like, he would – like, people would pick at him, and he would go along with it, you know, and on and on and on. So we're in Springfield, Missouri, and we're on the truck one afternoon on Tuesday. It's like a Tuesday afternoon, and everybody's shooting the breeze and having a beard. And uh, I think Goose, Jeff Thomas, you know, the, the leader of the truck, says, so what What you boys doing for dinner tonight? And uh, Benny said, oh, man, I don't know. Brody, what you want to do? I, said, I don't know, Benny, whatever. You know, if they want to go somewhere, we'll go, you know, this or that. And it uh, goes kind of back and forth, and then uh, – he said, man, we ain't had no good sushi in a while. Let's go get some sushi. And this guy, who's a volunteer, I guess, is in the front 
of the operations truck and he hears us say sushi and all of a sudden he comes out of the front room and i'm like who is this dude and what is he doing and he said did y'all say sushi <laughs> and i'm like and benny looks at me and i look at him and he said and benny said yeah we did and he said let me tell you something they've got the best sushi here in town what you want to do is here's how you get here here's the direction you go south on Glenstone, you make a right on Sunshine, and the sashimi is excellent. And Benny goes, are you serious? Right back to him, and I went to the ground. I lost. I was <laughs> crying, pouring tears, and the guy was like, yeah, I'm just telling you, man. It's something else. You really, you got to experience it. It's, it's just phenomenal. And he's going on and on. And Benny starts talking back to him with the list, <laughs> saying it just like him. And the guy ain't checked up yet. For five minutes, it goes on, and I'm like, I am, I'm about to throw up. I'm laughing so hard. I have to walk to the back of the truck, and I come back up there, and the guy's finally kind of calmed down. And Benny looks at me, and he makes eye contact. He goes, He's serious. And I, I lost it again. The back of the truck, I went, I was, I, I was hysterical. I was hysterical. And it really, I mean, it really was one of those you had to be there, but if you've known, all the stories of, over the years of Benny doing uh, Wadsworth, man, it was it was hysterical. It was so funny. That Joker is a beauty. He is a beauty. Well, he, uh, it we took had us some fun. Twenty together. minutes, man. That cat. It took us twenty minutes to figure out how to get your Zoom camera and audio on. How long do you think it'll take us to get him to get it set up? <laughs> no, he's highfalutin, big man. He's a big time. He's a big time. I'm just so highfalutin. Old, old highfalutin. Nice. He's, he's nice. a little fancier than me. He's highfalutin. Good he's cool. he's a big deal. Good pull. Good well, word. We uh I don't want it to stop. I know it's never gonna Actually, stop. We have, every we have to save some I of these. God is basically a story, so yeah. it's all good. Yeah, so it ain't stopping. We have to save some of these for in person because I think that'll make it even better when we can all have a cocktail together. Uh, but yes. we gotta get to the E nine because we actually do have a time we have to go through. I got this. you. Uh, no worries. We're gonna we're gonna go to the E nine here and uh we ask this to everyone. You can be anybody for a day, dead or alive, who would you be? Kirby Smart wow. when you're beating TCU's ass this year. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Don't you start, bro Josh, dude. I've had enough shit. I've, I've I realized I know more people in I, Georgia than ever before in the last I, month. I, I just quit talking about it. All I do is just order that shirt that Kirk had on at TPC last week. I'm like, that says enough. That was, 65 there were some spotty calls. We were just starting to write the ship <laughs> when that thing ended. Yeah. The One, bad more news quarter. Is, One more the, quarter. We put well, that the, thing. Well, the crazy thing is, is you're 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 a busted coverage away from not scratching, and I'm in sixty five to act to get them. Hey, my a couple bounces say, away. My so coach, I mean, say, gotta... when they say what's the score, and they say twenty one to get them, they said get them. What do you mean? He said nothing. They just said all right, get them. That's what it was the last time they took off. You had zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was there. But, I was there. It was um, painful. If Stetson me... comes back for that thirteenth year, y'all gonna be tough. I hope he does. Hey, I I'll sign him tomorrow. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why would they, right? hey, Why stop now? Don't be exactly. mad at Georgia. Be he's mad gonna get it. He could be a doctor. He's gonna be all kinds of the shit. He could be a lawyer. He'd go back and get that degree. He could just keep he playing. Another couple COVID what's years, funny another is another pandemic. What's, fu what's funny is everybody said Stetson wasn't any good, and then he started winning, and then they started blaming on him being old. Well, he's so much older. Well, uh, six months ago, y'all said he sucked. I never said he sucked. Old, I didn't pay enough. You attention. can't have it both ways. Can't he's going to uh, own every car dealership in the state of Georgia. And he's oh, going to make a least, bazillion. At least. 
a bazillion. He's going to be all right. I don't think he'll buy. Yeah, he probably won't buy a fine. meal, a drink, uh, anything when no. he hits he hits uh, Athens. Well, I don't think so. Um, anybody, say it again, Junior. Anybody for a day, dead or alive? You get to be anybody other than yourself for a day. Wow. You could be Cole Swindell and Heads Carolina hit number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever you want. I've been I've been with him when someone hit number one. It's a fun day, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it uh, is. I probably I mean this is gonna be a little probably off the cuff, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say my grandpa. Uh my grandpa was probably the greatest greatest man I ever knew that uh provided for his family and uh and, and lived a, a great full life, loved to hunt and fish and uh and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my grandpa. That's probably not the answer y'all like thought it. you'd get, but uh I'm gonna say Jack that's the most heartfelt answer Mm -hmm. the most heartfelt answer we've ever had showing another side of josh broadway i I respect that i was going to ask you this during the regular part of the interview but i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it up ask you here i say the name clint keong what's the first thing that comes to mind if he tells you he can ring a basket go the other way he can do it Tell him, give me, tell give, me give me one Rascal. give me one story or your first encounter with him or first thing you heard about him because this dude's legendary for some of the the shit that he gambles on and hustles people. Yes. So I met him the first time I met him was at an Emerald Coast event. I think I think I might have met him in Evansville first. I think I met him in at an Emerald Coast event when he first started actually like saying I'm gonna try to play golf, you know, and. uh he came down there. I mean, he had just started. I think he played in the thing, and he was trying to get all these bets. Well, I had heard he was a hustler, so I'm, like, telling people, I'm, like, I'm just telling y'all, I mean, I'm not playing him. I don't – I mean, he's probably not going to – I mean, it's in the tournament, so, you know, he's going to be trying probably, but and he's not probably going to beat us in the tournament. But, you know, I'm just telling y'all, be careful. This guy, he's he's trying to set you up, uh, you know. But so that's the first time I met him. Then I met him uh, – I actually called Brinker about him, I think. And Breaker told me, he's like, dude, that guy, he's like, he's, he's a, he said, he's a 20 years younger than me is what Breaker told me. And I'm like, okay, that's all I need to know. So one year, um, we're in Evansville and, uh, mm-hmm. he, he runs into that. There's a little bar. There. I can't think of the name of it. Um, restaurant, nice, nice restaurant, but like a little, like not too over the top fancy, but like you could go straight from the course there, whatever. A bunch of the reps were in there. I'm not gonna say any names because there was several of them in there, and they they all took the bait. But so I'll say them. I'll say them. <laughs> I know a few of them. Yeah, yeah. You probably did. I, you, you know, know. some of them are my buddies. I don't have to say anything. But so they they're there, and I get this text. I'm I'm staying with a buddy of mine at at the golf course out there, and I get this text at like 10:40 at night. Do you know Clint Keon? Uh, we're on the way to this gym to watch him shoot basketball. He's we're betting him twenty five hundred dollars or something that he can't make however many out of fifty. And I sent back, y'all are stupid. And he sends back, no way he can do it. I said, if a guy has a key to get in a gym at ten forty at night, this he didn't. This ain't the first time he's done this, boys. Pay attention, please. <laughs> so the key is a very. The key is actually a very key part to that story. It's like, yes, he told yes. me I could do this. Then you're like, oh, I can probably get in the gym. And then he has a key to get in. Oh, yeah. look at here. Uh, Shocker. You know, I'm out. I don't want this bet anymore. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Exactly. So long story short, I mean, he got him. I, I, he got there. But then when he got there from the story I heard, 
is he told them, uh, so couple, you know, certain rules. You can't scream at me. You can't holler at me. You have to sit over here. You have to be quiet. You have to watch. Well, what? And, and a little bit of the key is he actually takes air out of the basketball. So, oh. mm. yeah, he don't just grab a ball and start shooting. He takes air out of the ball. So, a lot of the on the shots from the top of the key, he sh- he uses the backboard. And, it, you know, so you can imagine it's got less air in it. It's, you know falling in there but i mean not like he's not shooting a flat ball but he takes air out of the ball he does from from what they said now i haven't seen it personally i i i kind of like the guy i hung out with him a couple times he's a lot of fun and you can tell he's always working an angle he's trying to figure out how he can get in your pocket but i mean he he was always cool to me uh we actually text for a while um he kept up when i was playing and, and stuff and and was a nice guy but um, from what, from all my experiences, but I just think he's just a, you know, modern day, modern day hustler. He's, he's just a hustler. Um, yeah. He's, yeah. So, yeah. I think but he raised I heard, some guy but, in a parking deck or something. He uh, raised the uh, NFL cornerback running backwards yes. but in a 60 yard dash. But he's like, I get a 20 yard head start and I run yeah. back with some crazy shit like yeah. that. He was always coming up with. And the story I heard about the basketballs was it was all the reps. They were sitting there. At the restaurant, he was talking his shit. He's yep. like, hey, come to the gym. I can make 75 out of 100 threes. Yeah. And these dudes know sports, yeah. and they're like, no chance, no chance, bet, 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 right? Go down the list. Yeah. They get there, exactly as you said. The first time he did it, right, and the same rules. You can't talk. You can't do anything. Yep. You just sit over here and watch me shoot. He made yep. 88 yeah. or 85. Sorry, he made 85 And I said, you can't do it again. And he said, I'll, do, I'll make it this time, and I'll bank it. So I'll bank them. Yeah. Okay, so there's, I guess there's obviously a, a lot of different yeah. versions of this story. Yeah. The the version I heard was he it was it was 75 out of 100. He yeah. made the first fi- he made 49 of 50 or something like that. <laughs> I want to see goes, it, dude. He goes, "I tell you what, if y'all double your bet, I'll make over 80 and I'll bank the rest of them." I could be right. That's what he did. I he could be right. Yeah. It, Which it was, makes sense with the way, air. With the air. Either way, it was the talk of the tournament the yeah. next Oh, no doubt. I heard about this no dude doubt. for forever and I knew yeah. you were around him, but yeah. I don't care. Yeah. If the ball ain't flat and you just took a little bit out of it, I don't oh, care. Oh yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that. it's it still hard matter. to do. Yeah, it's it's an incredible talent, no doubt, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, no and he would race race NFL dudes backwards. I forgot and about the crazy weird one. stuff. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah right. he's a he's a legend. Next one, go to karaoke song at Waltz in Wichita, Kansas. Oh man, what is that? Uh, me and Gore used to do it. Gore, me and Gore would go up there and wreck karaoke at Waltz. Um, I think it was, uh, I think I usually always sing, uh, what is it? Dixieland Delight. I think that was my go-to. Yeah. Dixieland Delight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was and my go-to. By the way, your son, you, your son, you sent me a video. The man can play some guitar. Bro. My son can skin a guitar. Absolutely. Yeah. Alex, uh, he plays golf. He's really good at golf. Bowls. He's an unbelievable bowler. Uh, my brother and Ron Lee make fun of me all the time. Cause they're like, you going to a bowling match? I'm like, the guy threw a 280 last week. Yes, I'm going to a bowling match. Yes, he can bowl. Damn. It's retarded good. Uh, but yes, he can Did skin a guitar, that? man. Didn't you tell me he's he's playing at Tortuga or something? Or what the hell's the name of that Cole Cole's playing at Cole, Cole's playing Tortuga. Um, I think it's like second week of April or something like that. Um, we're we're going, you know, we're trying to go down there and do all that. Uh, but yeah, man, uh my my oldest can he can play a guitar. He plays a little Couple of my little hangouts here in town, around town, uh, plays music, and uh, it's really—he's really good, man. He—he—he he, uh, he and Cole probably talk more than me and Cole do. Cole helps him with writing. He's got a couple of his own songs he's written, and 
And uh, man, he's got a he's got a uh, he's got a, a very very cool talent that I'm hoping uh, he he wants to do something with it for sure. He's your offspring, bro. Of course, it could be talented. Yeah, of course, <laughs> apples don't make oranges, dude. Uh, Come on now. About that. I don't know about that. You he, with me? He uh, he's too. He may be too talented to be mine. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't go digging too deep into that. All right, I got a question here. I don't know the answer to, and I actually want this. You yep. refer to yourself as an am uh, an animal tamer in your Twitter bio. <laughs> what what's uh, give me an animal you tamed? So, or what is that? So this is so great. I wish I had the video and I, we could put it on the screen. So. From when I played in Lafayette, Louisiana, I became great friends with uh, the Smith family down there. They own Acadia Anna Bodling, Matt Smith, Denny Smith, Michael Smith, Petey Smith, Mr. Dennis Smith, all the Smith clan, and and uh, and then their good buddy Chad Corville, um, who oversees a bunch of hunting marshes down there. And uh, so he works for the Miami Corporation. So he oversees like I don't know. I'm going to guess three hundred thousand acres of marsh, right? So guess what they have in Louisiana? Ducks and a a million bazillion of them right so the smiths had this unbelievable hunting camp i didn't know this just kind of randomly i actually this is going to shock you met him through chris cox Coxie's from lafayette uh we were playing we would go we would go down there and play oakborn on sundays before the tournament and one year cox is like hey i'm gonna let you stay with one of my boys uh brothers um you know save you housing for the week whatever cool dude like to hang out you know good guy denny smith He's one of the best dudes ever. I wind up staying with him every year. He actually played with me in Greenville one year. The BMW was my amateur partner. Um, one of those deals where they said, if you can bring an amateur, we'll give you a spot. And I was like, hold, please. I called Denny. I'm like, here's the deal. He goes, tell him you got a partner. Called him back. And they're like, all right, you got a spot. You know, it was awesome. But Smith family, awesome people. Um, so long story short, I've been going down there hunting for years. Uh, two or three times. I hadn't gone last few years just because of my boys with sports and things. Just just tough to make it work. Uh, but love the Smiths and and they have an unbelievable camp down there. That's incredible. And uh, well, one of the first times I went, they have a place called Rollover where they actually flood. It's a pasture and they flood it. You know, they turn the water on. It has cows out there and the ducks come in. Obviously, you know when they're in the fly pattern and come in there and feed. And so one morning. We we're hunting and we get done hunting. We got sitting back at the, on the Jeep where we got everything in four wheelers. And these cows are like, they're coming to us. Like they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And uh, I'm in my waders and this one is just, I mean, he ain't stopping. And Corville's like, what you going to do, JB? I said, I got him. And so I got a beer in one hand and I got my strap of my waders off of this shoulder and one on this shoulder. And I put the crocodile Dundee on it. I'm walking over there with my beer, and I give him the old turning with the old fingers like this, yeah. and he's looking at me, and all of a sudden he goes, <gasps> and turns around and walks the other way, snorts and turns around and walks the other way. So they're like, guy can tame me. He's an animal tamer, too. He can do it all. He can do it all. So they actually have it on video. So I have to try to get them to send it to me, and uh, just so y'all have just so you have it for your own uh, personal laughter it's pretty funny because it goes on for i put the crocodile you know what old dundee put yeah. on the dogs you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah i, I put the crocodile dundee on him and he snorted and turned around and went the other way it was it was hysterical he's like how'd you do that i said blind luck <laughs> mm -hmm. oh man all right i got I a can, couple we can tell I got a stories for oh i know I'm we sure got a few more to get to on there that you have to get to I know one you have to get to. 
But go ahead. Well, maybe. Sir. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. <laughs> um, so you, there's a couple. Your friends have texted me a couple of your sayings, which I'm very excited. I need you to break it down for us. One is about 1700 and an umbrella. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Bro, that's a Coxie special. Oh, my God. We about threw up that night laughing at the blackjack table. So we're in Tunica. We're sitting here. And we're playing, we're doing good, we're doing good. And this fellow walks up, and, uh, you know, Cox, he just starts talking. And he's like, how you doing, man? And the guy's like, pretty good, pretty good. And uh, me and Cox are both thumping him at the time. And uh, and he's playing like 10 a hand. And normally, you know, we're sitting at a 5, 10 table, nothing crazy, you know. We're just trying to have some fun, and if we win four or 500 bucks, great. But at the time, we're thumping him. And this guy's playing five a hand. So, we, well, you know how it is. We're bumping it. You know how we do, Junior. So we're bumping it. We got some we got some chips out there. And uh he said, Man, y'all, y'all should have entered some of them blackjack tournaments. <laughs> I looked at Cox and he looked at me and we're kind of smiling. And uh he said, and I said, What? What'd you say? He said, uh, y'all, y'all should have entered some of them come up here and play in them blackjack tournaments. I said, What what what, what what's the blackjack tournament? And he said, Oh man, you come up here and you pay so much money and you get uh you get you get you get chips. And then if you win, you know, it's a blackjack tournament. So you just get chips. And it don't count towards what you win, but you just get your chip. And then you keep playing, and then the more chips you rack up, then at the end, they put you at the table with like three or four of you, and then you play. And then when it ends, whoever got the most chips, that's who win all the money. I said, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. So Coxie said, you ever play in uh, any of them? He said, oh, yeah, I play in them blackjack tournaments all the time. He said, uh, really? He said, you, 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 you ever do any good? And, uh, he said, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He said, I finished, I, I, I finished pretty good one time. A cop said, well, right before that cop said, well, what do you win if you win? He said, oh, I think you win like six, six or $8,000. And, uh, cop said, oh, okay. He said, you ever done any good at him? He said, yeah, I think I finished third one time. And, uh, and cop said, really? What'd that pay? He said, I think it was, uh, I think it, uh, I think it was something like, uh, 2,700 and a, and a umbrella. Umbrella. And he and I, he and I lost it. Like he just dug twenty seven hundred and an umbrella out of thin air and went, "Yep, that's what I want." I mean, we was like, that's what where I did want. you where did you come um, up with that umbrella? At? Umbrella twenty seven hundred and an umbrella. Uh, to this umbrella. day, to this I'm day, sold. I'm playing the tournament. Oh yeah, no oh more. yeah, oh yeah. My but old Dirk that caddy for me. That's what he still always would say. That he's like, "Hey, do we need the umbrella today?" I'm like, I don't think we need the umbrella today. But, yeah, $2,700 umbrella. All right, the next quote. Don't worry about the mule. Load the damn wagon. Yes, that's a good one. That's That's good. That's a a takeoff of a Ron Lee quote where Ron Lee says, don't worry about the mule blowing, going blind. What Ron Lee says, basically saying, we just going to do work. Load the wagon, we're going to do work, basically. Uh, that's that's, okay. that's, that's what you said when you're going up and down the range betting everyone. Yeah, and you're all banged up still. Like, don't exactly worry about the mule loading the wagon. Great I said, don't, okay, that's don't good. Worry I like that one. The mule just load the wagon, baby. That's what I said. That's good. We got to steal that. That's good. We're gonna start using that. We'll credit you. Hey, and I think Coxie started saying, "Begging." I think you've got the wagon full at this point. <laughs> yeah, wagon no. uh, can't go. It's too heavy. No. All right, I'll give no, you my not at all. This 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 is my last one. This might be the story you're talking about, but give us the Kenny Perry story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew we it was it. coming. You yeah. knew it was coming. We gotta hear it. 
It's good. It's good. It's good. So it is. I'll give the I'll give the start real quick to help it go because you qualified for the you qualified for the Honda first tour yep. event. Yep. And you set you get a practice round set up with Blake Adams. Yeah. And Kenny Perry yep. and somebody else. And then y'all were all hanging out. Yeah. Oh, Boo Weekly. There you oh, go. Even better. Yeah. So so I got to tell a little bit of the the preface before this to set it up. So I get in. Obviously. Go and Boo call Boo, Boo and Blake are like, hey, you know, uh, just stay with us, whatever. They're staying at PJ National. They both had their card that year. I'm like, okay, that's fine, whatever. I'm like, get a roll away. Well, they don't have a roll away. Boo's like, you can sleep in my bed. I'll sleep on the floor. My back's hurt anyway, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I pull in in my Tahoe that's got 493,000 miles on it, barely gets in there. And I got Boo Weekly and Blake Adams unloading my clothes and golf clubs and all this. People are trying to get pictures with Boo, trying to get him to sign autographs. And he's like, I gotta get my boy stuff. He just money in. We got to, we got to get him set up. Get up to the room. I'll be back down in a little bit. I come come take some pictures with y'all. But I gotta take care of my boy. You know, I mean that typical boo, right? I mean that's just that's just him. That's just how good he is. But anyway, cut to the chase. We go. We wind up playing practice round. Get out there. Uh, Kenny finds us that night. In a we're in there in the lounge having a beer. Comes by, what are y'all doing tomorrow? They introduced me to them. Hey, we're going to play, all right, like 12 o'clock. So we go play, throw up balls. It's me and uh, I think it's me and Kenny against Boo and Blake. No, it might have been me and Blake versus them. It doesn't matter. So um, we're playing, having a good time. Kenny was awesome. Picking his brain. He's telling me, hit it here. Never hit it here. You know, couldn't have been been nicer. And uh, so we're going around there, going around there. We get 17, bear trap. Last part of the bear trap. And I have no idea why I said this. But we hit our shots. We're walking down on the green. We're walking down. We get walking up on the green. Blake's in the bunker. and Boo's over to the right. And we were talking about different stuff, but just about golf tournaments and this and that. And I don't know why. But for some reason, I said, you know, when you won that Masters, I sure was before you. And he goes, ha! So now I'm like, my feelings are hurt. And he takes about 10 more steps. And as he's saying it, I look to my left, and I can't see Blake anymore. He's in the bunker. He's gone. He's on the ground in the bunker. Boo is spitting tobacco juice on the on the green on 17, already dying. And he says, kid, I didn't win the Masters. I lost to Angel Cabrera in the playoff. And I was like, mother mm. I'm just like, oh, my God. Dude, I wanted to climb in the hole and stay there or get in the pond. Or just I want to be done. I scooped my balls up and walked to 18 T. They're all just hysterically crying, laughing at me. And I'm just like, God. where do I where do I go? Can I just walk in? You know, I, I, I just figure this hole out Thursday. I don't care. You know, it's a part five. Who cares? I'm just dying. I'm dying, right? So we get done. So we play 18. And I, I don't even – I think I duck hooked it in that – water left on 18 that's not even in play i was so shook i hook it in that water i think i go down there just drop a tap in or whatever and they're still laughing and as uh, so we get done i'm like i'm so sorry he's like don't worry about it it's all good you know, he's laughing too you know and i'm like i feel terrible he's like don't worry about it it's no big deal no big deal you know? so i think that's the end of it right so nothing nothing else happens that day we could practice whatever well i shoot 78 first day it's blowing 100 I shoot 68 second day, make the cover number. I 
I see 68 the third day and go from like 68 to 30. It's blowing 100 again, all coming out of the north. And uh, so I'm on the putting green after I get done. And he was playing pretty good. So I'm on the putting green Saturday after I get done hitting some putt. Justin's scanning for him at the time, his son, you know, great kid. And I'm sitting there hitting these putts. You know how you can just feel somebody like get in your little area, you know, and I'm sitting there hitting these putts. And all of a sudden I hear this. You know, Justin, I kind of forgot about losing that Masters till old Broadway brought it up on Tuesday. And, dude, I just <laughs> stomped like this. And he grabs me by the shoulder, and he's like, good playing today, you know, and just started cutting up with me. But I was just like, I was like, I'm still so sorry. And he's like, dude, please stop it. He said, it's it's fine, you know. But to this day, at least some, somebody will start talking about the Masters on Twitter, and if I comment, Blake, Justin – uh, boo, anybody in that crew or people that know that story will be like, is that that year Kenny Perry won the Masters? I'm just like, oh. <laughs> uh, that's a good At one. At least you did it to the nicest guy yeah, on the exactly. planet. That's it could have been said. way worse. Yeah. Blake was like, bro, yeah. if there was one person you could do that to, it was Kenny Perry. And he just, I mean, he, he laughed it yeah. off, man. Talk about an awesome guy. He was, he was, he was super cool. Yeah. So for sure, for sure. All yeah. right. Last one. <laughs> last one. Has a blackjack dealer ever solely been the reason to dig you out of a hole in a casino? That is a 1,000% yes. So. <laughs> Obviously, let's not name the casino. Or yes, we won't. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. I, I don't think he works there anymore anyway. So, but yes. So we're in, um, we're in a town that has a casino. We'll just go with that. Um, <laughs> not that it really matters, but anyway. Um, and we're playing and we're playing and we're playing. And I'm, it wasn't that bad, but then it was so bad that you know how it is. I've seen you do it, Junior. You're like, this has got to turn at some point. Let's just keep going. We just got to. We just got. We can't. We can't. We can't math. stay this yeah. way all night. That's just. It's just math. Exactly. Yeah. It's gonna turn. It's. We just have to be here for it, right? So we're playing, 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 playing. Dude, it's, it's getting late, and we're, I'm just getting loser. You know, you're tying every twenty. You're tying every black jack. I mean, just well. Blake texted me about this, and I was like, he thought it was in a shoe game. It wasn't in a shoe game, though. It was in a pitch game. And uh, two-deck pitch. And I had actually oh, known this guy. For, I had played with him. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot more sense. Blake said, no, go with the shoe. It'll sound better. I'm like, eh, I'm not just going to lie about it. It was a, it was a, it was a pitch game. So, um, and I would played with this guy for probably four or five years. and uh, But cool guy, whatever. And I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. And I'm like – Man, I just need one good run. He's like, no, you just need one hand. He says it, and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you just need one hand. And I'm like, okay. And I got like, I think I'm hooked like 1,800 or something, and I got, you know, nothing crazy. But but I got like eight – I think I got like – I think I have 950 on the table or something something around there or whatever. So whatever I win, it's going to get me – Close, but not, I, you know, it's going to basically cut me in half what I'm getting, what I'm getting beat. And which at this point I'm taking, right? Cause it didn't turn it. And, uh, and I'm like, you know, so I'm now I'm just watching him. And he's like, just wait, just wait. So I'm betting. And it's a 25 minute, I'm betting 25, 25, win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one. We shuffle. So he's like, as he's shuffling, he's kind of looking, you know, he's doing his thing. He's just shuffling. And he goes, he's like, bet it on the first thing. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yes. I'm like, he goes, but you have to color up. I'm like, all right. 
Sure enough, so I bet it all. I think it's like eight fifty, eight seventy five. You know, you know, pitch. They deal them down and they turn their first card up, right? Well, what's he deal himself? An ace. And I'm like, oh my god. He's like, it's gonna be all right. Because when he deals an ace, what does he have to do? Ask for insurance, right? Do you want insurance? Yeah. So I look at mine. I look at mine. I turn mine over. I have black. So he, I take I take even money. Obviously, we. I get my money, color up, gone. So he dealt it to me and him. So kind of, I'm guessing to throw off the suspicion. Can't question that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he dealt it to himself Damn. and to me. But it was unbelievable. I colored up. I was like, thanks, bro. He's like, you always been good to me. All good. And I let, and we left. Wow. And I was like, holy God bless And I tell that people man. that story Love and that nobody, everybody's like, that ain't true. That ain't true. I'm like, my boy Black Adam sat right there and watched it happen. He was like, in a, we were in a walking. Pitch game, it makes way more. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's what I absolutely. was wondering about. At the yeah, beginning. yeah. In the shoe, and there, that means there's there's one good person dealer in the world. Because <laughs> I never Earth. ran. I've run into like zero. Yes. There's one with a heart out. For there. For those yeah. of you listening on audio, that was Sleaze that said that. Yeah, I'll say it. I, I'm Colt. I love all you dealers. They're cold-blooded. They're killers. They take everything and they don't give a shit. Yeah, I love one it. nice one out there. Well, no JB, doubt. man, it's no been doubt. great to catch up. We got to get you out to Scottsdale and do this in person because man. we have like seven more episodes of stories we could get to. Man, I, 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 I had a couple I wanted to tell, but yeah, we can do that, man. I'd love to, love to come out, hang, play a few golf, play some golf for a few days, and then uh, we could do one, man. That'd be, it'd be cool. Y'all just name the time, I'll be there. You got it, my man. Thank you sequel. so much. Appreciate you, brother. All right, man. See y'all. All right. Well, that was the beauty, Josh Broadway, the man. Uh, it's, he's tough to describe, but he's one of my favorites. So much fun sitting down with him. Unique. One of a kind. We have, it's great having all the big name guys on. We get a lot of them in here. That's awesome. It's also really fun to go to like the mini tour corn Ferry, the grinders. Cause they got some stories that just, they don't take place out there on the big show. You can only get that, you know, pick up at the Y, the Augusta stories, all that. Like there's just, they don't happen when you're flying around private. No, they do not. Um, God, I just I, I love the guy. Super talented too. Uh, had a good chance to get his PJ Tour card there several years back, but uh, I figured everybody would like this one. He is he's a character. Yeah, we got to cover the whole spectrum. I love those. I love those interviews. All right, well, let's get to some gambling. It is time for the Mexico Open at Vedanta. Not the strongest field in the world. Only got eight of the top one hundred, but the number one man, John Rahm, going down to defend along with Tony Finau, Gary Woodland, Wyndham Clark, some of the favorites. Uh, it's gonna be a little tough one. Rom's going off at Fanduel anywhere around plus two forty to two eighty. No big deal. Yeah. Just even money. Yeah. All right. So tee it up on Fanduel this PGA Tour season. Right now, new customers can get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. So we can got top twenties, top tens, outright head to head matchups, whatever you want. And the best thing is, it is super easy to use. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the golf action. And when you win, you get paid instantly. So aim for some green and bet on the PGA Tour. Go to FanDuel.com/subpar and sign up. That's FanDuel.com/subpar to get a one hundred and fifty dollar in bonus bets, win or lose. FanDuel is the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Like I said, not the strongest field in the Good world. Good opportunity so for some folks. Uh, this is where are you going. I'm, I'm gonna go with my guy right here. Okay. This golf course, I was there last year. It gives you plenty of room off the tee. There's about two tee shots that'll really make you pucker a little bit. Um, Twenty-four to one. I, you can't bet John Ronald what the odds are. So I'm going down just a little bit. 
He keeps his, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster in 2023, but the golf course should set up very well for him. 24 to one, Gary Woodland. G dub step on up. I love it. Uh, I'm going to stick with the same kind of trend that you are. We were speaking with Ram about going down there. He's talking about the golf course. Sounds like bombers paradise fact. Uh, so I'm gonna stick with that trend. It's going to feel like a little bit of favoritism, but it's time for me to pick my son. It's time for him to show up and do what the world's been waiting on. He's been close. Wyndham Clark, come on down. 19 to 1, okay? Top six in three of his last four starts. He's been trending. He's up there pretty high on the odds list uh, this week. He made a putter change recently. Seems to be working out well for him. And this golf course, I mean, when he wants to hit it, there's not many that can hit it past him. And if you give him a ton of space out there, I think this is tailor-made for him. He's trending nicely. And uh, it's a good time for the family to get a dub. All right. Well, I'm going to go with his partner from New Orleans. This is my dark horse. Love it. Going off at 50 to 1. Superstar in college, been knocking on the door on the PGA Tour. Him and Wyndham definitely could have got the job done last week in New Orleans. I'm going the Bo Show, our best-dressed guest, Bo Hostler at 50-1. to 1. He's showing up nice in that Michael Kors, ain't he? Model. He's, the kid's turned into a model, lost a bunch of weight. He's got the visor on out there. We had a couple visors late in that ball game this past week. Love to see it. For my dark horse, I feel like almost the whole field's a dark horse after Tony and John, but I'm going down there to 65-1, to 1, mm -hmm. staying with my, my blueprint. Just give me guys that ship it around this entire place. Who better than Luke List moves the ball out there. Should be hitting a lot of wedges, a lot of shorties in there. If you can get that putter going, I think this is a good golf course for him. 65 to 1, Luke List. Let's go. All right. Well, make sure you go to FanDuel.com slash subpar and sign up to get those free bonus bets. FanDuel, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369 in New York. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, or www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-F-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. That's going to do it for us. Everyone have a great week, and we'll talk to you on the next Golf Subpar.